Good morning. It's another beautiful Sunday in the old Pueblo. You're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. This week, we're going to take a look at an upcoming event to help artists sell their work in our local shops, plus an interview with Monica Lane. She's the force behind the downtown Clifton and Citizen Hotels. Today is September 4th, 2022. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar, where each and every Sunday we talk about the social, economic, and cultural impacts in Tucson's urban core. And we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A-Mountain to the University of Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM. Streaming on downtownradio.org and also available on your iPhone or Android by downloading the Downtown Radio Tucson app. You can reach us on the show. Our email address is contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. That same URL will take you to all of our past episodes. People find us on Facebook and Instagram. And our podcast is available pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, at least all the major ones. Well, there are a lot of artists in Tucson, and I, I admire the amount of talent and skill that is um, prevalent in our community. And as someone who just recently completed a, a book, I found that the creation of it was a one process, and distributing it was a second process. And in talking to a lot of the artists in town, I found that this is really can, can be a challenge because the creative mind doesn't always work in the, um, uh, the business world. And so there's some challenges occasionally in, in figuring out how do you bring those two elements together. Well, the team over at Creative Kind, they're a, a shop here in Tucson. I think they also have one in Phoenix. They have created an event. It's going to be happening this coming um, Friday on the 9th. And it is a roundtable discussion with a lot of our local uh, shop owners that sell local art. There also is going to be a pop-up market with a chance to, to visit with some of these artists. But this is going to take place at the Citizen Hotel in downtown. And it's going to be talking about wholesale consignment. And that is the process you know, by which uh, you know, the art is flowing through the shops and the artists are paid upon sale. And they've got some pretty big names there. They've got uh, Dee Dee Conan, Kanan, she's the, with Pop Cycle, and Dee Dee Co-Designs, and you may remember she was on our show before. Um, they've got uh, Teresa Delaney. She is the owner of Creative Kind. Mel Dominguez and his wife, Melissa Brown Meningas, they own a gallery here uh, in, in town. And then the Ampersand Gallery, um, uh, Cynthia will be there to talk. She's on 4th Avenue. And then, you know, one of the big names, Bookman's will be there. So this group is going to talk to the artist, explain to them what the process is for consignment of the art. And I think it's going to be very helpful for our artist community. That's going to happen this Friday. It's the the 9th. Um, you can find out more information if you go to the creativekindshop.com under the events. It's a, a Tucson event. Starts about 6 p.m. They will have a conversation, a little roundtable, then uh, some after uh, after that there'll be a, the bar will be open and the pop up shops will be there for people to um, 
uh, to explore. They are, it is a free event. They are asking people to RSVP through the site by buying a ticket. It's a $0 ticket, but this gives them an idea of the turnout. Again, it's going to be Friday, September 9th from 6 p.m. to roughly whenever you're, you're done there. I think the conversation will be the first hour, hour and a half, and then they're probably going to kick everyone out around 9 o'clock. So if you're an artist looking to get into that market, or maybe you have a market and you're looking for an artist, this might be a great place for you to, to intersect. And honestly, if you're just a member of the public and want to check out some cool stuff, head down to the Citizen Hotel. And in honor of the Citizen Hotel being the host of this, we thought it'd be very appropriate for us to talk to the owner, Monica Lane. We did an interview with her back in 2021, about April of 21. The Citizen had not yet opened. It was scheduled to open in September. I think it ended up opening around November, December, but it is open now. They have uh, rooms available. The bar is open. And they're still working on their partnership with Sand Reckoner, who is going to be putting uh, the, the, the winery in the basement. They have that, they're building that out and still uh, exploring that. I mean, that's going to happen, just not uh, part of the opening yet. So I went back to this April uh, interview we did with uh, Monique Lane. Talks about her history in, in downtown Tucson, her history in general, why she chose to open her first hotel, which was the downtown Clifton the success of that and how that led her to want to open up the, um, uh, the, the Citizen Hotel. So again, this is our interview from April of 2021 with Monica Lane. She's the driving force behind the downtown Clifton and the Citizen Hotel in downtown Tucson. Uh, I'm Monica Lane. You um, asked earlier if I was busy running a law practice, and I scoffed at that for a good couple of minutes um, because I fled the practice of law, which is how I got into real estate development. You know, ran right out of the frying pan and straight into the fire. Um, so, uh, how would I describe myself today? I just describe myself as a hotel developer, a real estate developer generally. Um, hotels, I happen to enjoy. I think they're an interesting mix of business and real estate development. It's hard to develop real estate without actually knowing the business or having a hand in the business. Not that it can't be done, but why do anything easy when you don't know how to do it? <laughs> was the downtown Clifton, was that your first foray into uh, that, that industry? It was, um, and it was entirely accidental. Um, when I finally left the practice law for good um, in 2013, I guess, it was my fourth attempt at leaving and my successful attempt. I'd had a bunch of people around me that had been for years saying I should get into real estate um, development, and I wasn't super keen on it up to all that time. And then, you know, finally I was casting about for what I would do um, with myself as a grown adult and had just a little bit of money um, and hit the market at the right time. And uh, when I told my mentor in the practice of law that I was leaving, uh, he suggested the property that became the downtown Clifton actually ended up buying that out of probate. Um, so it never even hit the market was able to purchase that property and honestly wasn't sure um, what I was going to do with it. Where the hotel came with the 10 original rooms built in 1948 and then the giant empty lot next door. Um, and we were thinking we were going to do townhomes or some sort of um, multifamily or residential deal. And in the meanwhile, we looked at each other and said, well, why don't we just 
turn this into a hotel. The space itself was originally uh, a hotel, wasn't it? It was. It was. It's an interesting property. It um, has sort of a nondescript history. You know, Armory Park was one of the first historic neighborhoods, first historic districts in Tucson and downtown Tucson particularly. So its history is fairly well documented. But for whatever reason, this family exempted itself from the historic district. There's really no record of what it did. And um, even the business records. I went to the Historical Society when we purchased the property looking in the business records and the yellow pages for the time, 1948, yields not much of anything. So um, as near as I could tell, the property was operated as something called the Town Hotel for about two years from 48 to 50, and then just sort of disappeared from the records. We were able to pick up what was just a, a charming retro um, boutique roadside motel Um, On the old side, we didn't have to do much of anything. It was gorgeous as is with its uh, poured concrete floors with integral color and that Douglas fir, those wood beam ceilings. We just sort of brushed them off and gave everything a fresh coat of paint and some retro furniture. And, you know, the rest went from there. We sort of did a thing on the internet and then turned it into a real hotel in real life. Yeah, well, the, uh, the, I think the, the internet, that uh, World Wide Web thing was extremely influential. You got a, you got a national reputation. Yeah, um, like I said, that is more luck than anything. Um, we hit everything sort of at the right time. Uh, so that was when some hotel, I, I always say the Desert Southwest was having a moment at that time, may still post-pandemic. But particularly, there's a group of hotels called the Bunkhouse Hotels. I, I assume nobody's going to be familiar with it outside of the hotel industry, but um, El Cosmico is one that's probably the most famous. Um, uh, the Thunderbird in Marfa, the, both of those are in Marfa, Texas. That developer has a set of boutique hotels in the Austin-Houston area as well, and or Austin-San Antonio, forgive me. And she, her hotels had become very popular for this sort of stripped down desert look. You know, Palm Springs was having a moment too, which has a very clean mid-century modern look. And the designer I worked with, um, a guy named Cliff Taylor, um, for whom we named the hotel actually, was really sort of tapped into that feel and wanted to um, have Tucson sort of channel that feel itself. After all, we're also a high desert city. Um, and the building itself had these clean, pretty lines. So the design aesthetic of the hotel just hit at the right time, I think, sort of at the peak desire for that. And I think turns out to be um, fairly classic, it's a classic look, sort of those clean lines. And then trying to speak to a particular place, I think, makes it timeless, too. can be iconic for downtown Tucson um, in the way that truly Hotel Congress has been iconic. We really did follow, you know, in the footsteps of, you know, giants as far as they go. And just trying to, to do something special and beautiful. And people really felt that. Well, they felt it. It worked. And, and uh, just a couple of years ago, you took that empty lot and expanded the primary thing here, I guess at that time, um, my partner and I had split amicably. So um, I went through the construction on on my own. You know, again, why do anything easy? So the challenge at that point in time was really how do you 
do something that is new construction that speaks to that older building, you know, knew it couldn't be recreated. Um, and you don't want to do sort of a Disneyland facsimile of it, you know, so you have to really speak to it. So what we tried to do over here was maintain the intimacy of space that um, our guests had liked on the smaller property. It's one of the things that people liked. It was a small space and was easy to create community. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to do that in our design. Um, So we've got this interior, well, it's an outdoor courtyard, but it's interior to the property so all the new rooms face onto the courtyard you have the privacy of your room of course but it really is very much a community space we were able to incorporate some brick of course it was modern brick it wasn't that you know 40s red burnt brick we did the concrete floors of course you can't do integral color with radioactive dyes anymore so we weren't able to do that those aren't epa warnings i mean they've really get in the way of beautiful aesthetics. The the, the phrase that I've heard lately is uh, modern uh, compatible, Um, you know, something, Mm -hmm. something that is taking into this, the style and the feel and the, and sort of the the philosophy and uh, and the, and the uh, spirit, but using the modern technology and materials. So you're, you're not, like you're saying, trying to recreate something, you're, you're creating something new, but in the, in a way that, that feels connected to the past. I know it's it's a brilliant phrase, and it's it's what we try to do here. Um, and if I may be so bold, I feel like um, we were able to succeed in doing that here. Um, one of my favorite compliments that I get from people—I don't get it often—I get it, you know, maybe five, six times a year. Somebody will walk in and say, "Oh, when did you renovate this old building?" We wanted people to feel like this had been here, if not as long as the original building you know, in that same era. And then, of course, the other thing that's so sweet to me about that is this was such um, a neighborhood-involved process. I live in Armory Park. Spent a lot of time talking to our neighbors in Barrio Viejo. The hotel looks into Barrio Viejo. Spent a lot of time talking with the historic um, commission in Armory Park and, of course, with the city of Tucson and, and all of those people to really get something that feels appropriate. And one of the sweeter compliments I got when I was done was neighbors coming in and thanking, thanking us, thanking me for feeling like I've done something that speaks to the place and contributes to the neighborhood in a way that is um, culturally and historically appropriate, even though it's new. I think people are also thanking you because you opened up a lounge right there. That's- oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, thank you for making this historic and the local beers you serve with your nice cuisine there. So I think a lot of people don't know about the, the Red Light Lounge yet. It's it's sort of an up-and-coming thing here in Tucson. Uh, we are in the middle of a well, quiet hotel in a quiet neighborhood. So we only operate from four to 10. Um, we have a very limited, very small menu. Um, we'll have acoustic music acts play every once in a while. Um, but our, our bar itself is very, it's a very small bar, very small sort of selections, but has the feel of a neighborhood bar 100%. And that was intentional. Guests early on enjoy the neighborhood interaction. You know, neighbors would, you know, walk across the street and have a beer with our general manager in a dirt parking lot and whatever guests happen to be there. And we didn't want to lose that connectivity. And the lounge has been 
fantastic for that, actually. Um, so we probably see more neighborhood guests in the lounge than we do hotel guests, bizarrely, um, because what we try to do for our hotel guests is push them out into the downtown community. We've never wanted to you know, keep anybody on the property, even to buy our alcohol. Um, and that's been reciprocated nicely um, from our neighbors who are who are here and just like you said grateful for the alcohol there's not much between broadway and 22nd we'll be right back to finish up the second half of our interview with monica lane a reminder it was recorded in 2021 we've talked about the downtown clifton and we'll be talking about her uh, new project the citizen hotel which at the time of airing was still forthcoming but has opened and will be the site of the um uh, the roundtable and pop-up market to help artists sell their art in our local shops. But first, I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. Well, so things are going well at the downtown Clifton, and, and, and because it's never uh, wise to do anything easy, uh, you've decided to open uh, another location just a, a few blocks away in, in downtown. Can you tell us a little bit about the project? <laughs> sure, yeah. Why not compete with myself? <laughs> I really do enjoy um, building and operating and conceptualizing hotels. Um, how I ended up with one so close to me. Not sure, <laughs> but when a building speaks to you, it just happens to speak to you. And the old Tucson Citizen building really did. Um, I'm a Tucson native. I was a history major. So, you know, the fact that it had a history as the um, first home of the, well, I'm going to say the Tucson Citizen. I think its name was like the Arizona Daily Citizen at the time. Just its location and its materials and all of that just really sort of tugged at my heart historically. And there's so much um, activity going, interesting activity, I think, going on there on the corners of Broadway and Stone and Congress and Stone and up and down Stone, actually. Let's place this for folks. The, the Clifton is, it's on Stone, but it's about halfway, I would say, between Broadway and Five Points. Um, so the Clifton is, uh, uh, that's a good way to describe it, it's about halfway between Broadway and Five Points. That's perfect. Okay. The second project, the Citizen, is at 82 South Stone. So that's um, a little bit north of the cathedral. We're actually directly north of the parking garage and immediately next door to Health on Broadway. And I read a, a, an article about this, and this is what really prompted the call, because this is not your typical, you know, I think of like a boutique hotel, I think of small rooms, uh, but this is... These, these are not small rooms. 
Um, well, we're not trying to do small rooms, but, you know, damned if competitors don't keep up with you. Every time I think I've done something nice, like 500 square foot rooms, which um, we're doing here, just 10 of them, um, somebody comes along and says, oh, that's the new industry average. I'm like, damn it. I thought I was doing something special. Oh, I thought 500 was um, a huge room for... Yeah. And, and it, it feels that way. So it really does. It feels larger than your typical hotel room. Um, there's walk-in bathroom suite um, in those with walk-in closets and soaking tubs and uh, city views. The windows are... Um, huge. They're, well, I say huge. They're very tall windows. Um, the ceilings are very tall. Um, of course, in classic sense, it varies from room to <laughs> room because it's a historic building. And I know that doesn't quite make sense. Um, but where your real ceilings are and where your drop ceilings are and all that sort of stuff can be a surprise when you're doing an adaptive reuse in an old building. So on average, our ceilings are about 10 um, to 12 feet. And then when you go upstairs, um, they get as high as 12 to 14 feet. I'm so, 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 so excited um, that Sand Reckoner Wines is putting their cellar in the basement. They'll be barrel aging, they'll be bottling, they'll be doing their tasting room, and they'll be shipping out of that space and doing barrel tastings and tours and wine programming and all that sort of stuff. Um, and so what, since they're based out of Wilcox, you know, and there's uh, that high, high open desert in the Wilcox growing area and same with Sonoida, what we wanted to do design wise in the hotel is really speak to that experience to sort of bring not just the taste of Arizona wines, but also the, the feel of being out in the vineyard. Down to, um, down to downtown. So we wanted the rooms to feel big, like the big open skies in that area and to feel bright and sunny um, and to use sort of um, the natural materials, the organic materials that we do. So what we were trying to do um, with Sand Reckoner being in the basement is really speak to the terroir of the Wilcox and Sonoida growing areas in the same way that their wines do. So design-wise, we wanted to have um, that, that, that feel of big open desert skies and the um, dusty hues, natural wood materials, um, dusty greens, some of the quartzite that's out there will have those accents, natural stone accents, quartzite, sandstone, you know, use all of those materials, those natural materials that give their wines character we wanted to use to give our hotel character as well so the two will work in harmony in that way so I'm, I'm really pleased with the size of the rooms not just because they'll be big but because it speaks to the whole experience we're trying to provide what, what's your timeline for for the renovation and opening do you have a, a, something slated now we're targeting a soft open around July 1st and we'll use that time to walk press through to walk invited guests, members of the community, um, even though hopefully by that time almost everybody will have, you know, um, two uh, shots in their arms. We want to be sensitive to opening a hotel during this time, so be sure to do that in a carefully controlled way during the summer. We start taking reservations for room nights after August 6th, and then hopefully we can have um, a grand opening on October 16th, 
we're planning to kick that off with what we hope will become an annual wine event. We'd close off the street immediately to the south of us. And we'd have some wine education and tastings and music and all those uh, sorts of things. And uh, as you, you do, you pay homage to to, to the history and the, and the new hotel is, uh, is the citizen after the, uh, the, the original use of that building. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's, um, it's formerly the Citizen Hotel Tucson, but we just call it the Citizen. Keep your eyes peeled for the opening, and I can't wait to have you down and have a glass of wine. Well, I have been down and had a glass of wine. In fact, I've had a couple of delicious cocktails in their bar. That was our interview from 2021, April of 21, with uh, Monica Lane. She is the founder and creator of the Downtown Clifton, as well as the Citizen Hotel, of course, during that interview, that was a, an effort forthcoming that the Citizen Hotel is open. They have guests and a nice bar and working out the basement arrangement with uh, Sand Reckoner Wine. We wanted to feature that story because the Citizen Hotel happens to be the site of this Friday's roundtable discussion and pop-up shop, helping artists sell their work with the help of our local shopkeepers, coming together and giving them some guidance on that. That's going to happen this Friday the 9th. Starts at 6 p.m. Conversation lasts about the first hour, hour and a half. And then the bar will be open and there'll be a pop-up market so you can visit some of these artists. Well, my name is Tom Heath. You are listening to Life Along the Streetcar and Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. Well, thanks for joining us for episode 216. Hope to see you Friday at the Citizen Hotel for the Artist Roundtable on Art Consignment, as well as the pop-up market in the fabulous new uh, downtown hotel created by Monica Lane. And hope you enjoyed our interview with her from 2021, talking about the inspiration of uh, her downtown hotel empire. Well, next week we've got uh, Jessica Johnson. She and her her business partner, uh, Jen, Jennifer Wong, have created a new program in Tucson called Cheers to Tucson, and it is a, uh, a fundraising effort to support members of our community in need, and it taps into our fabulous restaurant scene and is a collaboration with the Tucson Food Project. So I hope you will tune in next Sunday for that. As always, if you have any topics for us to share, why don't you just hit us up on our email Contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org or Facebook, Instagram, tag us in something. We'd, we'd love to share it. Well, the Citizen Hotel is a, a partnership with the wine, so we thought we'd leave you a little music today from Brian Thomas Parker, his song, Blackberry Wine. It's from 2017. Hope you enjoy it. Have a great week, and tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar.